0: And hello and welcome everyone to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet being brought to you on a very special night on Saturday. Not that you'll know that because this gets uploaded on friggin <laughs> what is it Sunday although I guess if you're a Patreon, you might get a version a day early and you'll be like ooh isn't this surprising. Yeah,
1: you probably will get it a day early because I'll make sure it's it uploaded a day early
0: exactly uh matt's schedule is changing which means we can't do the same lazy sunday show that we always used to do we might have to actually move some stuff around but hey that's behind the scenes stuff
1: yeah yeah
0: will it affect you no probably not because the video version will still go live on wednesday and the audio versions will still go live on thursday for everyone who isn't a patreon so you don't need to worry nah so yeah, we're just coming off American Thanksgiving as we begin this show—a thing that Matt and I do not celebrate. But thank you all the same, people who wished us happy Thanksgiving all the same.
1: Yeah. So you say we don't celebrate it, but I, I reckon our countries are very close to though, since you know we we get everything else American. So yeah, we get Black Friday. We have Black Friday here now.
0: It's it's passed over like a disease. It has cross-continents. And, like, you could only see for a couple years, like, it tried getting in there. It's like, oh, special Super Saver sales this, uh, this November for no reason. Call it what it is. Call it Black Friday. Okay, fine. It's finally Black Friday. Are the prices as good as in the States? No, not really. We took the name and nothing else. But it doesn't stop you from ordering online, though
1: yeah that's like another thing that's like it's all the online shops are starting to do with amazon fucking t public all these places are are, are doing it now And, and then you got like and it's it's not even like one day here as well. I don't know whether it's, it's what it's like, like in Canada, days, but here yeah. yeah, but here it's like the whole weekend up until Monday when it hits Cyber Monday.
0: Which has always been the big deal for me. I'm glad you mentioned T Public, Matt. People can buy Comic Multiverse, Cape Joel, and <laughs> Fortress of Solitude shirts over on T Public for a steal right now. And also, if you're looking for a great price on comic book trades, there's still time as we record this one right now. You can still go and you can still potentially get a great deal on comic book trades over at Book Deposit. <laughs> but you know what you can get great deals there all the time because they don't uh, charge you for shipping and handling and anything you buy uh, via our link goes to support our channel so it's always appreciated even if it's not black friday hell yeah yeah you can just do can just do that whenever uh, also to uh, another thing even though we don't celebrate american thanksgiving we still get all the sports games and we get all the potential trailer <laughs> drops obviously everyone was talking about the lion king because that's what dropped with the football
1: yeah looks great
0: looks fine yeah looks enjoyable to which i love people started to complain there it's like can you really call this a live action lion king reboot when all the animals are made with computers it's well, not like they taught a real lion <laughs> to act
1: but <laughs> well, you never know it could be it they could, could be. have that's, that's what disney <laughs> they just cgi'd is, over it
0: <laughs> that's what disney's spending all its avengers money on right now teaching actual animals to act in a moat
1: yeah well you see what they did was they they physically changed Andy circus into a lion and they they paid him a lot of money he got like a surgery that changed him into he he's a, he's a basically a real furry
0: they can do that now they have the technology and <laughs> circus was super game for it. he's like so this will finally win me an academy award yes <laughs> and disney's like, yeah baby <laughs> and disney's like yeah sure whatever take the shots <laughs> we can we can do whatever uh i think what really sold that trailer for me personally though is that they got james Earl jones back to be mufasa
1: well really like who else could you get
0: you couldn't get anyone else no one's voice is that silky smooth no one is that great you needed him he he literally put butts in seats just with that
1: yeah yeah i'm so glad that he's back is anyone else back from the original cast i don't think so i think he's like the only holdover yeah
0: i think he's the only holdover and then it's all new people like donald glover and uh, john oliver i i do Mm. love that john oliver is gonna be zazu because he literally joked about that for years that he looked like a cartoon bird
1: (laughs) it makes total sense
0: and disney's like hey we agree yeah yeah (laughs) and and if people are wondering why the hell are they talking about live action disney movie remix uh because no news happened this week that's why
1: no literally nothing happened
0: literally nothing of note happened nothing worth talking about that wouldn't bore you uh they cast some more people for that game of thrones prequel that they're working on apparently
1: cool i guess
0: prequels are good right people like prequels
1: (laughs) they succeed
0: yeah in video game form they do i mean i think we got done one of the best prequels this year in red dead redemption 2 (laughs) but not everything is red dead redemption 2
1: no no not everything is that quality
0: now if they could put arthur morgan in the game of thrones prequel (laughs) i think we'd be all right
1: not change a damn thing just drop into the game of thrones He could be riding a dragon and
0: (laughs) talking about loyal we used to have loyalty in these houses what happened what happened to us (laughs)
1: and and he's happy because he doesn't have the tb and he doesn't have someone talking about mangoes and tahiti
0: no 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 although i'm sure there'd be some targaryen who's like i have a plan it's all in the plan
1: and he starts having like vietnam flashbacks and stuff (laughs) your
0: your, your plan don't make no sense now if you (laughs) now if you don't mind me i'm gonna cut my facial hair into fun styles and then i'm gonna try on outfits in each town i go to (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah i've got to spend all my time in the saloon
0: that's where (laughs) my arthur morgan was just a weird wild west fashionista who's like i'm gonna try on all your outfits ah yes i like it
1: yeah spending way too much time in the general stores
0: (laughs) now let me pomade my hair Mm, this feels right feels right believe it or not we're actually going to get to talk more about red dead later because uh this show is going to be a QA episode uh the fan community was nice enough to write us a ton of questions and at least one of them is red dead related <laughs> uh, at
1: least one when we say one we mean like 10 that's
0: true <laughs> uh, again i haven't read all of them yet so they could all just be red dead questions for all i know <laughs> but uh yeah let's hop right into that shall we matt uh starting with luis uh almanza i think that's how you pronounce it uh he asks uh have you guys kept up with the current doctor who and if so what are your thoughts on the whole fan controversy with the latest incarnation something about the new or the old one leaving early because of whiny fans yeah whiny fans sounds about right for nerd culture again i mm-hmm. don't follow doctor who i don't really know i think i i watched all of the tenant years i watched all the eccleston years and then i stopped
1: okay i i've been watching every episode of this new season um it's been pretty good there's been like a couple of episodes where like okay i know you're trying to get a little bit political but you're hitting us over the head a little bit too hard um and some of the episodes have had leaps in logic that don't really make much sense but it's been pretty entertaining it's the last episode was really fun because it was like an adventure in like an intergalactic ups delivery warehouse uh which is really cool uh i like that but um I don't get the controversy, like, with this new Doctor. Like, obviously there are people who hey, are a vagina person. How dare they? But, like, it makes total sense in the in the fact that they can regenerate into any type of being, You're like, you know?
0: Even I've watched the show enough to know that.
1: Yeah, so, like, I don't get it. I'm not sure about her leaving. I, I, I did hear that, but I didn't pay much attention to that because it's probably just, you know, angry fans making shit up. As um, want to do. <laughs> But it would be interesting to see, like, if she does, like, what exactly happens. Because I think, like, the next season isn't for, like, another year and a half or something. Like, there's a huge gap between the season. Right. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be interested to see if, if she does leave who they get. Whether they go back to a man, whether they go to another woman. What do they do?
0: We need someone with red hair. That's the next final frontier for Doctor Who. Someone with ginger <laughs> hair
1: that 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 like just breaks everyone yeah
0: once <laughs> like, oh no R- R- rupert grint is the doctor <laughs> hey
1: i think he'd be a pretty good doctor I, I think
0: so too and i think that would also blow people's minds because again it's like hey where the fuck did rupert grint go oh that's where he went
1: he owns like an ice cream truck and he gives people ice cream really? i'm not making i'm not making that up no
0: that's awesome you're, you're cool rupert grint you're all right in my book <laughs>
1: yeah, and he made a movie about faking the moon landing and stuff <laughs>
0: I I like that with some people with fame, when they get famous really young, it breaks their minds and they go insane and they get like drug addictions and spousal abuse and everything. And then some people are like, I just want to own an ice cream truck and give people free ice cream forever.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have enough money to use that.
0: That's that's cool. I totally like that. Oh, man, I read a story this week about a guy. He was a card carrying socialist and he won a million dollars at a slot machine at a casino. Yeah. Yeah, he, w- he won a million dollars and he's a socialist. And the article was like, never, never more has the universe literally spoken to someone and said, okay, put your money where your mouth is now. <laughs> and eventually after paying the outrageous American taxes and everything on gambling winnings, because that's a thing in America that we don't have in other countries, uh, he eventually just kind of went around with his $500,000 and just started giving $100 bills to people. <laughs>
1: oh that's pretty cool yeah
0: redistribute the wealth redistribute my wealth (laughs) to be exact (laughs) but yeah he just genuinely seemed like a cool dude i'm like that's an uplifting story i wish people like you won money more often (laughs) uh but yeah that's uh that's a good question and that's us talking about doctor who something we don't cover very often uh next up we got our old pal generation west long long time fan of the show Mm -hmm. and uh, he's got a good outside the box question they they don't all have to be about comics people i prefer these outside the box questions sometimes he says uh what were the dumbest rumors that you ever heard as a kid growing up in school i i I heard lots of scurrilous (laughs) gossip that i can't mention about so-and-so fingering so-and-so just to name (laughs) a few uh but what about you matt
1: uh we definitely had our share of them um i'm fairly certain there was a rumor going around i can't remember whether it was in high school or middle school that a teacher murdered someone <laughs> yeah like one of those teachers everyone hates of you know those the... yeah um
0: y- you believe it with certain teachers it's like yeah i bet he murdered someone
1: yes <laughs> yeah i could see that yeah he's not the, 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 the french teacher i could see that yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I- <laughs> It's a stressful subject. Oh, man, I got a good one. Uh, So one year in Canada, there was a particularly bad uh, year for snow squalls and snowstorms, and during that, uh, all the plows went on strike. So there was like dozens and dozens of snow days because the buses just couldn't do it, and the kids friggin' loved all the snow days they were getting. It was great. How could you not love it? It was the year of the snow day. But a rumor started floating around where they're like, oh, well, did you hear the school board? Because we've missed so much school uh, because of the snow days, they're going to make us actually make up for it in the summertime, all of us. And everyone's (laughs) like, no, they can't do that. That's impossible. Oh, that sounds like something they would do. And we brought it out to our history teacher, and he fucking laughed in our faces. (laughs) Ha ha! I'm not coming in and teaching you, little bastards, over the summer. That's not happening. Oh,
1: that's great. And we were
0: all put at ease. Thanks, Mr. Halls, wherever you are. (laughs) Thanks for that. He was a he was a good dude. That teacher. He was like a professional recreationist. He had like a bunch of World War One uniforms, and he would like go and do recreations and like be an oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: See, that's the type of person that needs to be a history teacher who actually likes history.
0: (laughs) A whole lot, and isn't just doing it because, like, oh, I'm the fucking gym teacher, and I just got to read from the goddamn book, I guess. Yeah. There was that guy in our school, too. But which is funny, because he taught the more advanced history, which is funny. Because, like, why does the gym guy get the more advanced one? Shouldn't it be the other way around? (laughs) What What did he do? Also, in the same school, that teacher... Was a twin, and his other brother, who was like his identical twin, was also a teacher in the same school.
1: <laughs> we had something similar to that, but except with students, and they'd always like, like play pranks on the teachers.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. like.
1: like 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 pretend to be the other and whatnot because they were in boat. they were in um they're in the same year but they're in different
0: classes right i mean as movies have taught us <laughs> since the beginning of time like the parent trap if you were an identical twin you have to play <laughs> practical jokes
1: it's it's you have to it's in your dna
0: it's the only time you can literally be in two places at once <laughs> <laughs> which goddamn, i would abuse that power so much They say apparently that's how Chris Angel does his tricks, because obviously he has the one brother who was on his show that looked a little like him. Apparently there's like a third secret Angel brother that (laughs) looks exactly like Chris Angel, and that's how they pull off some of their shit of them literally being in two places at once.
1: Yeah, he's he's not allowed out of the Vegas penthouse. My my God, Chris Angel is not a name I've heard since 2009.
0: (laughs) No, no, with good reason.
1: He, he literally disappeared
0: oh, the greatest trick chris angel ever pulled was making us think he existed at all we make fun of chris angel and talk shit because his show was cheesy and, and he had a bit of a lift i'm gonna t- talk to you about the dark thigh and the magic but i bet if we saw his show in vegas i bet we would leave being like whoa he freaked our mind
1: <laughs> he, he did what the show was called
0: <laughs> my mind is literally freaked now let's go see El john four hundred dollars i don't know we'll just go see
1: we'll just go see the impersonator
0: yeah really who's also very good (laughs) man you see elton john is one of those people like stan lee who their work i've appreciated since i was very young and they've always been omnipresent in my life and I never got to see Elton John perform. And I think he's winding down his Vegas performances, if he's even doing them anymore. And because we lost Stan Lee, and I never got a picture take with him, I'm like, okay, I got to spend the four hundred dollars to go see an Elton John concert now.
1: <laughs> are you are you going to see that that movie they're making of him?
0: Oh, they're making a movie about him.
1: Yeah, they've got uh, the guy who was in Kingsman with him to play oh, him.
0: That sounds good because he, yeah, he lived an interesting life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it looked it looked rather interesting.
0: He lived an interesting life, his uh, relationship with Bernie Toppin, the dude who actually writes all of his music, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's called Rocket Man.
0: Oh, nice. I I will go see that then. I hope it's better than We Will Rock You. I heard We Will Rock You was actually kind of lame.
1: Yeah, I'm beginning to hear that as well. Doesn't go into Freddie Mercury's life as much as a lot of people thought it would.
0: (laughs) Which is a shame, because he had an incredibly fascinating life. There's a documentary... Mm that came out not too long ago where it's like oh yeah he was in boarding school in india and he did all Mm -hmm. this other stuff and i'm like wow that's amazing why did the movie not cover any of this then you realize oh oh the surviving bandmates of queen had final cut on this movie and insight oh oh that's why
1: that that's why uh when sasha baron cohen was doing his movie that's why he left because the band wanted to make wanted like freddie's death like like one third through the movie and then the rest be about the band
0: we got to make it all about us look look guys i'm sure you did a lot and it's true he wouldn't have been as famous without you but come on he's the pop culture icon and you're not i'm sorry that's got to be hard to hear but but yeah you're you're absolutely right i forgot about that sasha baron cohen movie and yeah that makes a lot of sense now given how this movie turned out that the band was being kind of control freaks with the story
1: yeah it's why he wasn't in the film and we're all worse off for it
0: yeah and i mean hey he's dead so he can't defend himself unfortunately mm. yeah so uh, next up we have here from jared holland how would you guys fix cyclops when he comes back from the dead after everything marvel has done to him that's that's a good question because how do they not just repeat the same mistakes before? Let's let's just say when he comes back and he's coming back soon, it's just a clean slate. We've forgotten everything about <laughs> Emma and the psychic affairs and the killing Xavier kind of on purpose but kind of not on purpose because the Phoenix Force was in him and everything else. And becoming a villain but not really becoming a villain because they didn't want to push him all the way so he was just fucking wishy-washy for his whole <laughs> tenure as a bad guy. Where, where would we fix him, Matt?
1: Well, you see, when, like Gene's back now, so you just have Gene just hang around with him with the spray bottle, and whenever he's like, you know, we should kill all these people, Just like, no, no,
0: bad, bad,
1: <laughs> bad Cyclops.
0: You know who wrote an amazing Cyclops, and he was an aged-up Cyclops too, uh, Jerry Conway in his short-lived but really great uh, Spider-Man family book that he did? You remember mm-hmm. that one? Mm-hmm. That was a really great cycle. Vaguely. Well, in that story, Cyclops, he was still wearing his costume from the 90s. He was grown up. He had kind of admitted that it's like, yeah, Professor Xavier's kind of full of shit, but he's still my dad, and I still kind of love him. And he teaches mutant ethics at the school.
1: Cool. Would, that's completely different to the the, the one we, we 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 got left with
0: <laughs> totally different i would like them to go into more of that version of where yes he is still a little uptight yes he is still the total boy scout you know father's boy but here's the thing he can't really be a daddy's boy anymore when daddy is seemingly gone xavier he's just in the wind
1: yeah Well, he is he still in phantom X's body yes I, I guess he's. I guess he'll be the next character to come back at some point.
0: Come back, or what if he's the villain? Because last time we saw him in a Matthew Rosenberg story, they sought to imply that he had just stopped giving all fucks, Professor X, or Mister X, as he calls himself now.
1: It'll be interesting to, see, especially like, since if he's going to be in like the movies or anything. With it, they'll make him a, a hero again.
0: You would think so, yeah. Also, Ma- uh, Magneto's kind of a good guy now, too, so it would be funny yeah. to see them flip that and be like, nah, now Professor X is a bad guy. Because <laughs> it wouldn't him. be hard to turn him into a bad guy, just like it's not no. hard to turn the Guardians into bad guys in Green Lantern.
1: Yeah, yeah, He it's very easy. It's just those little little bits. You just change those little bits about him, and he's, he's, he's a villain.
0: Yeah, he freaks people's minds. You know, he's constantly faking his own death. He's just being kind of a bit of a D-bag. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you never know if he's actually controlling you or you're doing things on your own. You know, you can never really be too sure with him.
0: Plays favorites with his children sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Also too, because uh, Legion came back just recently, it would be interesting to see Legion have to go up against his father
1: yeah i I, i'd personally like to see like since he's just come back in uncanny and we don't really know what's happening with him but i would like to see legion maybe become like the professor x of the x-men
0: that would be fun especially because he's on tv right now i like that
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah i'm legion and i'm here to help you
1: yeah that'll be very interesting but yeah i don't know what they're going to do with cyclops whether he's yeah gonna they're gonna like wipe the slate of all that whether he whether he's going to remember that and that's going to be something that builds his character like i don't want to do that anymore like that like it haunts him a little bit Mm.
0: i do like the idea that it looks like uncanny issue 11 is going to be cyclops and wolverine both back to life around the same time and the only (laughs) x-men left to help out I think there's a yeah. lot of really fun story you could tell there. It's like, oh, you died, you died too. Oh, everyone missed you, no one missed me. <laughs> e- even now, Wolverine, you're stealing my fucking thunder. You're coming back to life around the same time I am, and no one cares. You, you literally get celebrated for all the shit I get in trouble for.
1: <laughs> and then Logan just pulls out the whole, I didn't try to commit genocide against an entire race, Scott.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't try and kill everybody. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, that'd be such a cyclops thing to do. Yeah. You didn't try to kill anyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I tried to do something for the betterment of mutant kind, Wolverine, Mister <laughs> Guy who only ever reacts and hangs out with the Avengers and everything. <laughs> you know, it's just a screw a for trying to actually do something for our people. <laughs> we're not, we're not all invincible like you, Wolverine. We don't all heal so quickly. <laughs> Ooh, that's actually a good line right there. We don't all heal so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we got going on here? Shaman of Animation asks, If you could have Scott Snyder write a book for Marvel, which one would it be? You can't pick Daredevil. I feel that's too easy. <laughs> it is an easy,
1: very easy pick. Um,
0: hmm... I think he'd write a pretty good Spider-Man. I think it's only right for the dude who wrote Batman for years to go write Spider-Man. And I mean, he he loves architecture. And I don't know if you know this, but New York has some amazing-ass architecture.
1: <laughs> I'd like that. Maybe Moon Knight?
0: Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. Again, too. That's very much in his wheelhouse. And it might actually get people to pick up a Moon Knight book for a change.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, else? who else? I, I re- would really like to see him maybe tackle someone like the Sentry.
0: Mm, that'd be fun
1: yeah because centuries nothing's happening with him at the moment so you can just roll with it
0: heck i'd like to see snyder's uh take on blade because obviously he loves horror and he loves vampires yeah (laughs) and he could write his own check at marvel and be like okay scott what do you want to write blade really (laughs) but but we have all these adventures i want to write blade gimme blade gimme gimme scotty want blade okay Ooh, i want to write morbius and i want to write the midnight suns and i just want to do horror because people forget he breathed a lot of fresh life into swamp thing at the beginning of the new 52 imagine what he could do for the paranormal characters of marvel
1: oh they just desperately need something done with them
0: they tried so many times where it's like hey it's uh it's spirits of vengeance it's our brand new uh what is it avengers dark book yeah not interested Okay, uh, <laughs> well, 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 what about Hell on Earth with Doctor Strange and another new version of the Midnight Suns? It also not interested.
1: Yeah, eh. Oh, Blade's coming back in Avengers. Oh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see. That very much seems to be what it is. We'll see. You know, that would be fun to actually see Blade work with the main Avengers team and then they spin him off into a paranormal Avengers book led by him.
1: Well, you know, the, the, the Avengers and... Justice League are basically the same book right now and you know the justice league spun off a horror and magical team in justice league dark can we just get avengers dark
0: (laughs) please just call it avengers dark too none of this midnight sun (laughs) spirit of vengeance stuff just call it avengers dark
1: (laughs) (laughs) or midnight avengers or something
0: oh that's fine too the the para avengers horror (laughs) i'm trying to make the things work like usa avengers worked really well But yeah, that's a, that's a good question, Shaman of Animation. I wonder if we'll ever see the day where Snyder does write something for Marvel. I know his students have gone and written one-shots for Marvel.
1: I feel like we will at one point. I don't, It might be like a special or something. They get him for like a big giant-sized or something where they get all the superstar riders or something.
0: I truly do wonder with him and Jason Aaron basically doing the same things in each other's books, are they building up to something just for them? Or are they being like, hey, we need to have another Justice League versus Avengers books and you guys have – you got, you editorial staff have to let us have it because look how we built up to it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we, we set all the groundwork, and you didn't even realize. You
0: didn't even know. Man, it would be really funny if they come out like ten years later and be like, well, actually, guys, here's the funny thing. Uh, we actually switched books at the beginning and just changed our name so Jason Aaron was actually writing Justice League <laughs> and Snyder was actually writing Avengers. You just didn't know. <laughs> we were just fucking with you for that whole time and cashing the checks. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right next up here we got uh eric and he says choose five or however many or however many characters you want to be the center of each universe they will make up the justice league and the avengers team uh who would write and draw these books and solos etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's that's a big question eric's writing us there he's saying basically pitch a whole new line for next <laughs> year a whole reboot but i like the i like the pick five characters who have to be the center of the universe for dc and marvel that's pretty good
1: yeah okay uh we'll we'll start we'll start with dc so five characters so obviously superman
0: naturally has to be there which if you got superman you got to have wonder woman batman so there's your trinity which has always been always will be the thing is who who are your other two of this main five that get to be the center of the universe flash But you would think Flash, like, he has such a great lore, and plus he has the time travel thing, and he's important to all of these crises, and yet for so long, whatever happens in his book never seems to have any impact on anything else. And
1: I have no idea why. (laughs) i have no clue is it like some like mandate at the offices like flash cannot tie into anything
0: it it can never be flash you're right it has to be flash because of all the connections to crises and everything else who's who's our fifth one here who's the fifth person swamp thing swamp thing because you get the magic side of it there and the vertigo side of it you're right swamp thing covers quite a lot uh i would argue a hawk person maybe Because then you get Mm. the connection to the JSA and the past and all the crazy retcons and reincarnations and everything. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that could work.
0: I'm sure other people would say, well, you need to have a lantern because that's your keys to the DC cosmic side of things and all the aliens and all the cores Mm. and all the events and everything
1: that's true that's true but again that's the role that maybe superman could fill in because he can go on space adventures and stuff
0: yeah he doesn't all that often we haven't gotten a real no. cosmic superman book in a long time no yeah but yeah that's that's where you would go with that one uh yeah you it's, it's the fifth member that's the hardest the first four are really easy it's mm-hmm. the fifth member that's the hardest that one really comes down to taste and how you personally feel now for uh, marvel I think again if we're going trinity it's got to be cap thor iron man and then i would yeah. say uh either black widow or captain marvel would be in there or maybe even she hulk right now who's in there but then it's like if you're gonna go mm-hmm. she hulk why don't you just go hulk because you get the keys to all the same stuff
1: i would say iron man cap thor dr strange
0: because you got your magic side there and everything. And I mean, I guess you should put Spider-Man in there too, even though he's only mm. occasionally an Avenger. And then I'm sure some people would say that you should put Wolverine in there over mm. some of the other ones because the X-Men, he's the key to the whole X-Men side of the universe. Man, picking five is hard. This is like picking your favorite
1: children. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so difficult.
0: And even though I love all those characters, I don't think putting them together would make for a good <laughs> team because I don't. I think the dynamic would be off. They'd be too powerful.
1: Can, can the fantastic four be counted as one person oh, see, that's, <laughs> see that's the
0: problem too because then you got the people who have only ever been a team their whole time yeah because it's then it's like well then can i have the suicide squad but they have a million members thunderbolt they don't even have a book right now <laughs> but i like them though what about the defenders this so yeah that's that's a that's a tough question eric i feel like that's an episode in and of itself you know who, who are the pillars?
1: oh god yeah <laughs> who are the we could do we could do like a whole episode where it's just like a big pitch it episode
0: yeah n- next time we don't have questions matt and i will do that we'll just friggin' free ball for a little bit yeah all right uh mustafa asks us no question just sending love to the best comic book podcast after Ah, thanks <laughs> mustafa thanks man we appreciate that that's always nice to hear uh Next, we got Janin asking us here: uh, Who would you cast as the Defenders for, or uh, yeah, the Defenders for the official MCU movie? Now, are you saying the Defenders we got on Netflix, or are you saying like the old-timey Defenders who are like Namor and Silver Surfer and shit? Let's
1: uh, let's let's go the old-timey ones because I like the old-timey ones.
0: Okay, so who? Let's start with Namor because he's very big right now. Who? Who do we get for name? Or I think you could have some fun with the casting on this one because I think you could go. Uh, what is it? I, th- I think you could do some fun like ethnic casting here. Like he doesn't have to be a white dude. Obviously, they didn't do it with Aquaman because it's like technically he's not human; he's Atlantean.
1: Yeah, no, I'd cast someone maybe of like an of like Asian descent. So maybe someone like Daniel Day Kim.
0: Oh, yeah, he's a very good actor. I like him a lot. Yeah, this... this uh, again, too, because, you know, we got to think like movie people here, too. You know, we got to break into those Asian markets. So who's the big Chinese or Korean heartthrob right now? Because that's the thing. Namor got to be sexy as fuck, because, I mean, just... <laughs> Everybody loves Namor. He's got to pull off that
1: clamshell thong.
0: He's got to pull that off, so he's got to be. <laughs> hey, who's uh, who's the dude? Who's the bad guy in Creed two? Uh, right now, uh, Drago Junior. Uh, Fl- uh, Florian Manitou or whatever.
1: Something like that. Yeah.
0: Let's get that guy in that role because that dude looks like he was carved out of fucking granite. <laughs> I see that dude and I just get mad because I know I'll never be as <laughs> physically fit as that. <laughs> Like, I look at that guy, and I know how Lex Luthor feels looking at Superman. Fuck this extraordinary (laughs) asshole. (laughs) All my accomplishments are shit compared to this dude. Have you seen his Adonis line? (laughs) God damn. All right, so let's cast him as Namor. Uh, Silver Surfer. Again, he's probably going to be CG, so you really only got to get a good voice with him.
1: Yeah, and honestly, Lawrence Fishburne did a really good job in the Fantastic Four film
0: he did but he's already bill foster now
1: yeah but voice you know we
0: can modulate it around we can do some shit with it yeah i'm trying to think like who's like who's just a really great voice actor who they could get in there or just an actor with a good voice
1: can't be clancy brown because he's already certain.
0: that's true Ooh, who was the guy uh who played uh what is it oh god this is gonna drive me nuts now he was co the face stealer. Uh, oh, 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 Omar in the Wire. Who played Omar in the Wire? Oh, ah, uh,
1: I'm a, I'm on a I'm on IMDb anyway at the he, moment, so I'll it, have a look. Had
0: intri- he had like three names, like uh, Trevor K. Wilson or something.
1: Ah. Uh yeah uh michael kenneth will uh michael k williams
0: right i knew he had three hands i think he has an amazing voice i think he would make a good silver surfer just a dude who sounds tired and ragged the power cosmic it's so much to handle
1: <laughs> yeah that, that that'd be a really good voice yeah
0: It would be an interesting characterization because there's a guy who gets a lot of character in his voice. Uh, That actor, too, uh, has an amazing show on Vice called uh, Black Market where it's just him hanging out with carjackers for a week, then hanging out with guys who make lean and shit and just like, hey, here's all the crime happening in your own backyard.
1: Oh, that's cool. I, I, I know him from, obviously, The Wire, but also a show called Happen Leonard, which is really good.
0: Yes, written by, uh, what is it, Joe Lansdale, based on a series of books. That's That's been in my two-watch thing forever, because I love Joe Lansdale, because he wrote some amazing Batman the Animated Series episodes.
1: Yeah, it's a damn good show.
0: Yeah, he's got, like, a real southern-fried twang to him and everything. Mm. All right, so we got... uh so we got our namor and we got our silver surfer uh who else was in the original defenders who we got a cast uh
1: the original human torch jim hammond
0: right who's a great character who i feel they haven't really used enough
1: no they kind of like went away he he did really well spinning out of that all new inva- invaders uh book with an amazing um, new costume yeah and then he just kind of like disappeared
0: but we also have a Hulk and a Doctor Strange right now, so we don't gotta cast them. Hmm.
1: Uh. Hmm. <laughs> I know. Well, really, that that's like a big enough team just to start with. Since you don't need every every new member, that's... you have got like some of the old members and now new members.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a solid five man band right there. Is what you have, and then you add more to it as time goes on. Yeah. All right, so who, what else do we got here for questions? That that was a really good question, John. Again, we, we should do casted episodes, too, next time there's no news. We should really <laughs> buckle down and get some good actors yeah. for it. And, uh, and, again, if you were thinking uh, the TV show versions of it, uh, let's just get Terry Crews as Luke Cage. Let's just get that done. I feel like that's something they would have done already.
1: You know, I was going to say, like, I thought you were going to say, let's just get Terry Crews for every role.
0: That's, that's fine, too. I am shocked. Yeah, that's fine. Like, Terry Crews is technically in X-Force. I'm surprised they didn't poach him for something <laughs> Disney.
1: It's time for a Terry Crews, Jessica Jones.
0: (laughs) Yes, it's time for that. Uh, Now, Jamail asks us, from both genders, which TV characters of the MCU would you like to see make the jump uh, from the big screen? Uh, He'd personally like to see Daisy Johnson finally show up in the movies, and Luke Cage.
1: I'd like to see Daisy show up as well.
0: Uh, I would like to see Jessica Jones show up a lot, but again, the fate of those Netflix shows are kind of up in the air, and I would also like to see... Uh, mike coulter show up as well as luke cage
1: i want to see Punisher show up in like a cat movie or something oh
0: yeah that would be even just for a small scene i think that would be nice i think that'd be really killer uh what else do we got here uh santa's sackle asks what's your guy's (laughs) favorite non-comic book franchise oh i love so many franchises
1: so like movies
0: Again, he does not specify. Again, movies, games, music. There's so many franchises. Traditional <laughs> books.
1: Uh, let us let, go. Let's go with movies because that's like the most. That's easy. Uh, I guess go. common thing. Um,
0: there's a again, as I mentioned, there's a new Rocky movie coming out this year, which reminds me how much I love the Rocky franchise, both the good ones and the bad ones.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like I know I know Star Wars is a comic, but it was it was. A movie before it was a comic that's so. true
0: that's true uh i don't love jurassic park as much as everyone seems to like jurassic park like i respect the first mm. one for being a really good movie but even still i'm just like
1: eh. yeah it's like eh, it's, it's all right
0: the alien franchise i think there's almost mm-hmm. as many bad ones as there are good ones now there might be more bad yeah, ones now
1: yeah i only like the first two
0: yeah Uh, I like the Halloween movies again there's a lot of bad ones in there but the good ones are really good and and I even like the controversial ones like I like the Rob Zombie ones no they're nothing like the original Carpenters no they shouldn't have remade the original Carpenter ones but I like his weird fucked up white trash vision
1: it it has a certain pull to it I know that it
0: has a weird kind of charm to it where it's like I can smell this movie and everyone smells like stale bud lights (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and cigarettes and everyone looks like they haven't slept in three days the rob zombie aesthetic is its own aesthetic uh <laughs> what are some other film franchises there i feel like i feel like we're missing some obvious ones here
1: uh i just trying to think um and it's like
0: what what constitutes a franchise how many movies do you need before it becomes a franchise
1: yeah yeah exactly I, let's say like like two or more
0: Right, I, I think that's fair. You gotta be a trilogy and have, like, a remake and some shit before you can, can uh, be considered a franchise. Then you got shit like Fast and the Furious, that's a franchise. Harry Potter is a franchise. The Pirates movies are technically a franchise.
1: Yeah, James Bond, stuff oh, like that.
0: yeah, yeah. James Bond's a good one. Ooh, Toy Story's a franchise. Toy Story, they're pretty much all yeah. good.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Even the weird little spinoffs are good. mm did you see the little teaser trailer they had for Toy Story Four? I did, yeah. Uh, another? Do we need this? No, but I like uh, uh, Keenan and <laughs> I like the Keenan puppets.
1: Yeah, I, that was kind of kind of weird that they had a reaction trailer, a reaction teaser for the teaser. Yeah. I I, I don't know why. <laughs>
0: we got to get meta on this to remind people about Toy Story. Yeah. That's what we got to do. Uh... Yeah, that's the... A lot of good franchises out there. We like other ones where it's like, oh, that's nice, but not so much. Oh, Shrek is a franchise.
1: <laughs> it's getting rebooted. It is
0: getting rebooted. Did you? Not only is it getting rebooted to where I'm like, okay, where the hell do you go with that? But also, did you see one of the original Shrek writers uh, made an ass of himself on Twitter this week?
1: Oh, God, why?
0: <laughs> uh, he both said the N-word and also uh, talked about anti-vaxxing
1: oh oh the two the good two for one oh
0: i know that's like oh that's a two shot right there usually usually people get fucked if they do just one of those things you did both (laughs) i'm trying to think what the hat trick is what's the third one of that one where it's like oh and you're out
1: Yeah, you assault an old person or something, yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
0: you you like kick a puppy or run over an old person or something, and that's the <laughs> third one. Or or you bring up Jews, that's the other one. It's like, oh, there <laughs> yeah. you go, and that's a three for her. Yeah. <laughs> three, two, one, and you're out. Uh, what else do we got going on here? Ba-dum-ba-dum. Oh, uh, Jamal also asked us about Lion King. We talked about that at the beginning, so we covered that. Mm -hmm. uh noah crowley hey tough question i i I like when they tell us it's a tough question (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh what would yours and matt's pitch be for a man thing series truth be told i don't know all that much about man thing and if i was to pitch something for man thing it would really just be swamp thing
1: just adapt that rl stein story that he did a couple of uh about a year and a half ago when monsters unleashed was a was a thing well tried to be a thing
0: tried to be a thing it tried boy did it try <laughs> yeah i mean that probably is the most tv ready thing i mean you could go back to the weird 70s stuff you could make it like uh like tales from the crypt tales from the swamp uh,
1: uh, and not many people know this man thing it was already a movie
0: yes yes it was just like it dr. was strange. terrible
1: terrible movie <laughs>
0: much like dr strange was technically already a thing yeah <laughs> uh next up we have one from ninja consultant which is an amazing name never change that (laughs) ninja consultant says uh, he's got two he's got one for me and one for you uh if dc ever canceled arrow and created a proper green arrow show for the dc (laughs) universe app who would you pick to play oliver queen uh charlie hunnam ain't doing shit recently
1: yeah he's not he's not he had that failed king arthur reboot and he was just in a remake of papillon
0: (laughs) so yeah he ain't doing shit let's let's bring him back to tv please he he has an oliver queeniness about him and also who is the dude who played sawyer and lost and everyone thought he was going to be huge but he's just been doing oh yeah um uh
1: josh holloway
0: josh holloway those are those are my two pitches although josh holloway might be too old now yeah, I,
1: I, old Oliver Queen would be pretty good
0: that'd be alright too, I'd like a guy with some mileage on him, but uh, now for you Matt, uh, other than art, what do you actually like about Tom King's Batman? <laughs> <laughs> nothing that's, that's the, so far the art has only been the only saving grace I would say the art and whenever he does a one shot, because he works better in one shots, because it actually forces him to have a beginning, a middle, and an end
1: yeah, the the art, like, the art is basically what, like, stops this book from just being, like, utter, utter, utter garbage. Because it's like, the artist is like, oh, fuck, I've got to do all this work now and, like, it's... try and tell the story with the art. And... Yeah,
0: i got to tell the story <laughs> for him because he can't fucking do yeah. it. In fact, yeah and even then
1: like it starts to fail as well because the story is so like thin <laughs> oh yeah
0: you, you know how they have a garfield without garfield where they just take garfield comic strips and take garfield out of it so john just sounds like a crazy person talking into the void but sometimes it's really <laughs> interesting they should yeah. have tom king's batman without dialogue they should just remove all the dialogue it should be a fan effort so you're forced to actually read through everyone without dialogue I-
1: I guarantee you the story would probably make more sense
0: because <laughs> it exists in the theater of the mind and then it would be better. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. I'd like that. Uh, man, you know, it's like, you remember too, uh, cause we were bringing up man thing and swamp thing. His swamp thing annual he did was really strong and he never, he was never good like that again.
1: <laughs> yeah, though- he had like one else, like the one, the little one shot he had in action comics, a thousand was For really so- good. And then like, is back to normal, back to, like, shit.
0: <laughs> and then, like, the one he did, too, where, like, Batman's trying to hunt down a copycat serial killer who's recreating all of his villains, killing Styles, only to find out that it's a little kid whose name also happens to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That was cool.
1: Yeah, again, like, focused, one-and-done one, one stories, he's good. But when he starts getting an arc...
0: Then it all nah. goes to shit, yeah. Uh, here's another one. Micronic asks... Will the Marvel Universe ever acknowledge that the Fantastic Four are back, not the movies, the comics? Shouldn't the Avengers be asking Mr. Fantastic for help with the Immortal Hulk? Eh, I mean, again, the the book's only like, what, three issues in right now?
1: Well, well, that's the thing. Next issue is where they come back to 616 Earth. In the last issue, they were still out in the, in the weird franklin richard's created universes and they've only just just come back
0: yeah it's all it's all very very early in my mind and also too uh they it's not even like they have to go door to door and tell people they're back because they got a good chunk of the superhero community to come with them to help fight griever (sighs) so they know
1: literally everyone who's ever been a, a fantastic four member and it's even funny because in that book they have a reference where it's like Iceman. is it's like what's Iceman doing here and he's like i was part of this adventure an adventure that hadn't happened yet and they're like and and they're getting really metal with it and it's like is it in canon or not we don't know
0: yeah we don't know <laughs> maybe we'll tell that story maybe we won't yeah uh spider gamer has one here and this feels like more of a you question what star wars mcu character would you like to see get a show on the disney app i'll let you go with the star wars
1: Well, see yeah well since like mcu seems to have like a number of characters uh i would like a dr a for a show
0: oh yeah lots of material now
1: but mainly because i i don't know what you could do with it since the comics doing quite a bit with it at the moment but like i just like it just because it'd be so different because it's like a sort of indiana jones esque mm. sort of gotta gotta go find those those ancient Jedi ruins to pillage and sell stuff for, and and it's just interesting characters and everything like that.
0: Who who's the agent of the Empire that Ostrander wrote for years? He was like uh, Imperial Uh, James Bond.
1: Yeah, uh, what's his name? I am blanking on his name. He was. I I know. I know exactly the one you're talking about. Um, From
0: the series, Agent of the Empire.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna look that up now because it's just gonna kill me.
0: Which, I don't know if he's canon yet, but he could... They, like, flip a switch and he could easily be canon tomorrow.
1: I don't think he is canon.
0: No, I don't think he is either, but he's... Because he's a
1: Dark Horse comic. Yeah. Um,
0: He could very easily be making. Yeah, although I guess it was easier to make Thrawn canon because he came from the books, not from Dark Horse.
1: Uh, The guy's name is JN Cross.
0: JN Cross, yeah. He's great. I love him. I would like to see a show about him or a character that is just him in name. A super slick, super smooth... Imperial agent who's doing like spy stuff, like total James Bond stuff, sleeping with the alien women, stealing schematics. But maybe he doesn't totally love what the Empire does, but he does it anyway because he's the best at it.
1: That'd be really cool. And, and he had like a droid counterpart or something yes. as well. Yes, he it was like a like a spy as well, so, which was really cool. He
0: had a cool droid friend. It's like, look, if you can't build a show around that, then you're not even trying.
1: Yeah yeah there's there's lots of different characters they could do like i I wouldn't want them to do like oh that character you saw for two minutes in the background of that one scene we're gonna make a whole show about them i don't want them to do that because that's where the old canon failed
0: although sometimes they turned in good stories like what's the one that i love about just like just one of the practorian guards one of the red dudes who stands behind uh palpatine it's like literally everything he did after the empire fell
1: yeah um uh crimson empire
0: crimson empire you could do a kick-ass five episodes on crimson empire just like here's one dude who stood behind palpatine and this is how his whole life went to shit
1: you know what they should do they should adapt the star wars tales comics but obviously like put them in because they were all like one shot like stories there was like a really great one about like a guy who was like a a turbo laser gunner on the death star uh, in like the trench he was like running the guns and um he felt bad because it was him who who like pressed the button to to start the the Death Star and destroy Alderaan. So he's got all these, uh, the weight of like billions of people's deaths on his mind and everything. Yeah. And he, he he's yeah. the one who like lets Luke through right,
0: like, to like
1: destroy like, the Death Star and everything.
0: Like the guy who dropped the bomb on Nagasaki. Yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's like all these like little stories you could tell, and you could make like an anthology series about it.
0: Tales from the Cantina.
1: Hmm yeah
0: you get a respected older actor to be like oh i hear all sorts of stories here on the cantina now let me tell you another (laughs) tale to astonish
1: we'll get we'll get people from the from the holiday special back yes (laughs) because that was amazing we'll
0: get the the ghost of b arthur it's her bar
1: (laughs) the ghost of b arthur harvey corman
0: all all back (laughs) we've resurrected them all just for this
1: well with cgi and
0: hey with disney's amazing fountain of youth technology to make people look so much younger i don't (laughs) doubt for a second that they also have the power to bring people back from the dead as holograms (laughs)
1: but they have to sign a billion year con- they got the scientology contracts a billion year contracts for disney they have to work for them for a billion years <laughs>
0: a billion years of service oh man speaking of disney and star wars so i was looking at the uh what is it the the progress of star wars land in disney hollywood uh, yeah they're saying fall 20 or uh, 2019 mm-hmm. which again i know fall 2019 is a big it's a far away and b a big gulch of time but man I'm, I'm saving now for it i'm going to star wars land
1: i really i i know it's going to be super expensive oh, like ridiculously expensive but yeah I, I i'm i've been keeping track on what it is and like the rides and everything that are got going, going in and everything and it seems super awesome but i know like there's no way i'm getting in in the first like six months
0: <laughs> that's the hard part and i was trying to tell people it's like yeah you want to kick in and come with me and they're like do you really want to be the first through the door what if it doesn't work and i'm like well if it doesn't work then i'm still in friggin orlando i'll go to one of the other disney parks
1: and you got a story about how the 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 star wars ride didn't work yeah on its first go or something
0: then i'm free to bitch for the rest of my life about how it didn't work
1: but yeah that, that seems like something you'd need to like okay i need to like go there for two weeks like sp- yeah. stay stay in the, the the star wars hotel they have there which, for two, uh, for like two weeks
0: <laughs> which i looked into that too the park opens first the hotel yeah, yeah. opens next and the hotel will be yeah. the only hotel in disney's hollywood
1: yeah yeah and it, oh it looks so cool i like the concept art for it. it you stay into the star wars hotel how awesome is that
0: also, that hotel too is apparently the one where they're gonna try out the whole like, uh what is it like, uh, Westworld real life video game mm-hmm. experience?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, they they just like patented like working lightsabers, which is like a telescopic LED light or something that like flicks out when you press the button and oh, and everything.
0: Oh god, my dick. Oh god. <laughs> Weirdest. <laughs> so yeah, it, it'll be
1: it'll be it'll be basically Westworld. <laughs>
0: that's fine i i I really want to chop the arm off some dude at a canteen i really want to buy death sticks off a dude
1: just as long as the the like the actors in the park don't go crazy and try and murder everyone
0: (laughs) yeah really hey man they the shit they put those disney actors through is kind of astounding <laughs> like you get like reddit amas for people who are like yeah i was a disney princess or yeah i was a prince this is everything i couldn't do they made me master a signature so all of our signatures matched because you know mm-hmm. S- snow white signature cannot be different from someone else's snow white signature
1: yeah uh.
0: also never let anyone know that there's multiple characters working the park at one time <laughs> yeah the- you got gonna
1: disappear in that tree
0: yeah you'll break the illusion. <laughs> Also, too, there's apparently, like, a real high school hierarchy that, like, the face actors, like, the beautiful people who get to be Belle and Jasmine and Aladdin and everything, they're, like, the cool kids. They're top of the heap.
1: It makes sense.
0: (laughs) And then under them, you got the costume actors who apparently work way harder because they got to do all that animote without words and in costumes. They're like yeah. right under them, and then you got like all the technical people, the seamstresses, the people who punch tickets and like pop popcorn and everything. And apparently, they're like the, they're the bottom, they're the, 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 they're the plebs, they're the untouchable. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, that sounds really cruel. <laughs> Imagine that. Where it's like, oh man, you know, w- watch out, Tiggers at it again. He's just sitting back trying to smoke in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's hard man all those years i spent at disney academy but i'm making magic (laughs) (laughs) all right what else do we got here uh ryan hope asked what was it like uh growing up as a comic book fan where you were in high school easy i know that's not the answer you probably wanted i know you probably wanted me to say oh and i i suffered such hardships and i was a second class citizen they treated me they treated me like the popcorn popper at disneyland (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't, wasn't a problem at all.
0: I, again, Matt and I aren't as old as you might think we are. We kind of were probably just nearing the end of high school as all the comic book movies started getting really huge and popular.
1: Yeah, so we, we experienced that 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 thing where like everyone started getting into comic books or at least comic book movies and yeah. stuff. So it was never really a, a big deal. Nope.
0: Uh, Kyle B., if you could bring back any current character, comic TV show, movie, etc., who would you bring back and why? What method would you use? Clone, alternate universe, etc., etc. Okay, so if we could resurrect one dead character, and how would we do it?
1: Hmm, one dead character.
0: Is Roy Harper uh, still dead? Can I bring him back?
1: Unfortunately, he's still dead. Yeah, let's bring him back because he he wasn't meant to die, especially in that way.
0: <laughs> no, can God bring him back and apologize?
1: <laughs> apologize for tom king
0: and be like hey well and like the decade before that sorry about shooting <laughs> on you for no reason <laughs> sorry for making you the universe's punching bag you poor backwards hat wearing fuck yeah uh, i think i think that's got to be the next comic kind of like multiverse shirt right there sorry for making you the world's punching bag you backwards hat wearing fuck <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a long one but it'll be a good one
1: yeah um who would i like to see come back i would like to see i can't remember if they died or not i think they might have um and this is kind of like a twofer and that's flamebird and nightwing not the 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 like krypton, kryptonian heroes uh that were that were big during the new krypton arc
0: that's good that's a good one i like
1: that yeah it'd be a bit hard because one of them was christopher kent and he's now Lorzod, so yeah
0: that's a little rough they'd have to work around that
1: yeah I have alternate universes yeah, stuff we'll like
0: we'll that it out. uh mitch s oh it's, it's our buddy mitch guy we were with dude, dude dude you know you can just call me up and ask me these right <laughs> <laughs> like literally you have my number you don't have to write but okay uh since marvel said avengers no road to home is bringing back something like no surrender brought back the hulk who do you think they're gonna bring back again another really good question i wish i had a better answer for <sighs>
1: i'm wondering if they're actually going to because that's kind of like doing the same thing over again
0: yeah.
1: um i i don't know whether whether they'll actually bring someone back but i think they'll make characters relevant again like hercules and everything
0: i'm fine with that i'm fine with all of that please
1: yeah i yeah i don't think they if they do that'll be really cool and i i'm not really sure who they will bring back
0: yeah i'm trying to think who who's even dead right now it feels like all the triple a characters are back for movie time
1: yeah it'll it, no no on the writers it'll be some obscure ass character you know like oh yeah that one
0: it'll be like jack of hearts or something
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: and you'll be like really really jack of okay whatever you say <laughs> he was technically an avenger once <laughs> is starfox dead i think thanos killed starfox and he was also technically an avenger at one point yeah, I
1: can't remember. I remember the last I read of Star Fox was, like, he. I think in that Thanos book where he was, like, like building a team together or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would be interested in that. Uh, all right. Next up, we got Stephen Kick uh, Step King, who technically asked two questions, but uh, one was about Red Dead, so he gets to ask two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up, he says, what do you guys want to see in the new Star Wars Fallen Jedi game?
1: uh something that's competent but it's ea so like well, that, that's out the fucking window i also um,
0: like to see something of it period it feels like they've been talking about <laughs> yeah. this game forever
1: well no well you see that game that they were talking about was the one that got cancelled which uh-huh. had the uncharted rider on it and i think it was respawn entertainment or something that one got like cancelled i have no idea why um but yeah this is something new i'm i'm hoping it's like a proper single-player game even though they're they're all about that whole live service thing they can't really oh, yeah. micro transaction a single-player game and they they think the single-player game is dying meanwhile you got red dead which is just blowing everything out of the water yeah, um
0: and spider-man and god of war some of the best games this yeah year. but you know oh, 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 Matt. games games aren't art games are a service i need to sell <laughs> it to you for the right to pay more
1: yeah we want you to have the 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 accomplishment of of grinding you know 400 hours to get that one skin or you could just buy it for two (laughs)
0: dollars yep that's that's exactly it uh yeah i would just like to see something of the game period maybe e3 this year who knows
1: yeah e3 or one of games comms or something but yeah hopefully we do see something and hopefully it's it's a good game but i'm not holding my breath because it's ea it's
0: true E. A. is even when E. A. has something good, they still find a way to destroy it. Sometimes. Yeah,
1: there's there's some some way they destroy it.
0: And uh, Step Kit King still uh, on the video game bent there. Uh, will you be creating a Red Dead Online gang slash crew for the comic multiverse fans? And can I join? Yes. And yes, and uh, I may have created it uh, the other night after finishing the game, and I may have already picked the name, and actually paid money for a good uh, logo to be uploaded. And once that's all done, I will be sharing uh, what is it—the uh, link for that. In fact, uh, by the time this is up, if that's all done, uh, you can you can have it.
1: Nice. Are they gonna allow us to like, like? So you've created a gang. Could I create a gang, and we could form like gang like like alliances?
0: I, you know, it's funny you should say that because the way I was look at it is, you can create a gang, you can also join someone else's gang, mm-hmm. is how it works. So yes, I think you can actually be in multiple gangs at once, so long as you create a gang. Nice. I think that's how it works, and it's funny too. I'm like, well, I had this old gang for Grand Theft Online, but none of this makes sense anymore in a Wild West con uh, context. So obviously, I had to create one and give it a Wild Westy flair nice i'm not gonna lie you. i made a list of like five different names and i settled on the one that a i thought was the most fun and the one that i knew i could make a good logo for oh, cool yeah i was proud on that i took a bunch of the town names and i'm like oh, the blackwater butchers the roads runners the saint Denis. oh i got it <laughs> <laughs> so i did some of that uh what else do we got going on here ba dum ba dum ba man more video game questions amazing spider-man with the recent success of spider-man on the ps4 and square enix's supposed avengers game on the horizon what superhero game would you want i think i've said it before give me four player borderlands but with the suicide squad or the thunderbolts that'd be pretty cool that'd be
1: pretty cool um i want to see something from this avengers project that they're doing
0: yeah, which again, supposedly, do I feel like I've heard about it forever, but I don't know if I'll actually ever get to see it.
1: Yeah, which is a shame because I know they had one like almost done before before they cancelled it, and there's like footage of it, and it looked amazing. Yeah. I don't know why it was cancelled or anything, and it was it was like Borderlands, uh, where you get control of a, a char- character and everything. But yeah, I'd like an Avengers game. Maybe I'd like like an Iron Man game, the same vein as like ca- as the Spider Man one free roam change your armors you can change parts of the armor stuff like that
0: can i get a daredevil game by way of like the newer assassin's creed where again you roam around a city which is new york you use your vision to map out the city with daredevil sonar and then you get sick ass billy club combos on criminals
1: (laughs) that'd be awesome
0: i'd be okay with that that'd be fun daredevil is cool apparently there was like a big daredevil game they planned on the ps2 that never got made
1: yeah because i think they wanted they wanted to do it like like you could only see through vibrations and stuff
0: it was around the same time as like uh the punisher game on the ps2
1: yeah oh that's a good game
0: it is a great game it's the best punisher game why did they never make another one violation or violation i know you took everything you learned from that and turned it into saints row yeah they still own the rights to that they probably don't
1: i don't think so probably not probably that's this marvel game whatever square enix or whatever whoever puts out these games owns it
0: hey square you're doing those hitman games now aren't you take maybe get some of the people from that team and make a punisher game with it that'd be cool only it's the opposite of agent 47 where you have to be stealthy as the punisher no be as loud and destructive as pop as possible get more points the more violent you make it <laughs> Hell, uh Rockstar, <clears throat> you got you still got your gore engine from the manhunt games, why not uh why not do the Punisher with that? Yeah. I'd be cool with that. Uh Eric, aka Age of Myself, another fan who seems like he's been here forever, uh do you think DC Rebirth's decline is due to Jeff Johns leaving his executive position with the Dio in charge? Is it even possible to recapture the magic DC had back in the summer of 2016? God damn, it actually was 2016, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been like a whole year has gone by during this. But I, I think it probably has something to do with that. Because DiDio was responsible for a lot of the shit in New 52.
0: Yeah, it's like literally all the people who were the architects of the New 52 are back in charge again.
1: Yeah, and you could see that change because it, it was going all well. And then there was just like a sudden like like right-hand turn. Mm-hmm. I think and and then the DiDio started changing stuff like Nightwing. And mm-hmm. and and then we got like all this like shitty Batman stuff. Pointless the, the, kill- like, he, of characters yeah yeah the heroes in crisis all these random events that shouldn't be events Mm -hmm.
0: i think too dc rebirth as much as we loved it it was never built to last is part of the problem where it's like okay boy dcu sure uh kicked our ass a little bit no one seems to like that Everything seems to be hurting at the company right now. Let's let's just give people back everything they wanted. Here's all the costumes. Here's all the characters. Here the all the relationships you wanted. We we kowtow to you fans. Here's everything you want, and that was good. And they wrapped it in the blanket of oh, but there's a mystery with the Watchman and Doctor Manhattan, and what did he change? And you better read everything to get all the little clues. And at the end, it's gonna matter. Like well, keep pushing back Doomsday Clock, so I get the feeling it's <laughs> does it didn't matter and it's not going to matter at the end of this either.
1: Well, see, do you think that might be because John's had to like got had to step down and everything? You think maybe like now they're like, oh no, that Doomsday Clock thing will shove that over in the corner. Whereas maybe. before, when he when it when he was in charge, it actually mattered.
0: It might have been his baby. We'll never know.
1: Yeah, and also like I never expected rebirth to like sort of stick around it but i i expect it to be like okay it's a course correction we're in the right like lane now let's just keep going yeah but now that now like didier and the car's like swerving all over the road killing everyone
0: with scotch on his breath <laughs> I, I will say though i have it on good authority from a dc writer who i talked to recently i basically posed the question to them it's like hey will this matter in a little bit you know will doomsday clock matter will we see the effects of it and their answer was basically tantamount to no how could it possibly
1: yeah yeah it kind of feels like that
0: because you look at everything that's going on it's like oh none of this could even possibly matter now if it was ever meant to matter to begin with
1: yeah i i like to think it it did originally like when Again, Jeff Johns was in charge. He had a, an end game for this all where it was all leading, but then that changed when he, he stepped down and mm-hmm. Dio took over and everything. and they couldn't do anything but like harpen the effects of it, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure there was a little bit of getting greedy to it. It's like, wow, people are really loving this Watchmen integration. People are loving this Dr. Manhattan stuff. should we should we have a big blow off for it here in Doomsday Clock? No silly, why would we ever end it now? Let's keep pulling it out and stretching it out forever and ever now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, like that that's like Heroes in Crisis, like that was just meant to be like a little story, like and then and then Didio and all those guys were like, "Oh, no, we'll turn it into an event and give you 9 issues and tie-ins and we'll turn those tie-ins into issues and all this sort of stuff like blew it way out of proportion."
0: And one will come out a month.
1: Yeah. And it'll be horrible, yeah, yeah. and and then the leaks will turn out to be true.
0: Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. I don't want that, Matt. <laughs> don't make, don't make that true, please.
1: Oh, no, uh, it's already true.
0: <laughs> yeah. One, one last question here, and this person actually an- er, answered our call for questions first because I'm doing it in backwards order. But Kevin Black says, "What villain do you wish was used more in DC and Marvel, respectively? Bronze Tiger."
1: bronze tiger is a good one yeah i agree with that
0: uh count vertigo yep there's another good one uh who are some marvel ones um see see, i'm much better at obscure dc villains than i am at obscure marvel villains. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: yeah uh marvel characters um i don't know
0: i would say i honestly don't know (laughs) i would say craven the hunter but i feel that nick spencer is like already priming craven the hunter to actually be something really important
1: oh yeah he is
0: actually pretty much all of uh nick Spencer's spider-man run now has been like yo villains who should get more play Mendel Strom, the robot master the thieves guild
1: yeah yeah the, the, the guys at the bar with no name all of those guys
0: mm-hmm. twitch i know some people in my comment section were even complaining where it's like why, why would i want to read a spider-man book with all of these d-list villains
1: of course they're interesting because yeah you can do literally anything with them because no one's done anything with them
0: yeah a they're more interesting i'm like do you really want to see him fight the vulture for the hundredth time is there a great vulture story you don't think hasn't been told yet (laughs) that's my problem with it
1: yeah i'd like i in in the most recent punisher book jigsaw and chameleon both came back that's pretty cool
0: okay okay okay. yeah chameleon is another one that i've been saying for i haven't read the new punisher yet but yeah fucking chameleon man he can change into anything yeah or anyone but yeah any
1: any anything as well he can change into furniture and everything
0: that's an amazing power i'm amazed they haven't written more stories around him in the last little bit (laughs) Hmm. uh now what else do i got going yep so that's that's all the questions everyone that's everything everyone asked. thank you so much for doing so that was a great way to fill up an hour for the show we really appreciate that. there wouldn't have been a show if you didn't ask your questions
1: no no it wouldn't have been
0: yeah so i guess from there we can hop into what we read this week and you i don't think you read as much as me matt but you read a little bit
1: i did and i want to start uh by bullying tom king okay.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, isn't that what our show is, Matt? Isn't that what it's all about? Our mission statement on the comic multiverse: make you laugh, make you think, bully Tom King a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, no, we won't bully Tom King, but we'll talk about how shitty his Batman book was this yeah. week.
0: That's the thing. We, as hard as it is to believe, we actually like Tom King. We think he's written good <laughs> stuff. We just think his Batman—he's not the right person for it at the right time.
1: No, and this 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 one this issue like came to a head, I think, for a lot of people
0: oh it came to a head all right you'll be scratching your head until it's raw and bloody asking why <laughs> but please Matt, yes t- take point on this one
1: so th- this is like the second issue of this whole penguin arc where uh we learn that penguin was like the hired in between guy from bane that hired kgb's to kill nightwing or like shoot nightwing but then penguin himself has to go and kill alfred why couldn't he kill nightwing as well why do you have to hire kg beast to do it because it was um, a
0: punishment for hiring a hitman to not kill nightwing even though they leave it <laughs> open-ended as to whether or not kg beast was supposed to kill nightwing or if he did his job <laughs> by merely giving him brain trauma because that would make batman sadder
1: yeah and and then yeah obviously batman like finds out about this pen uh penguin Says he wants to get vengeance against Bane because Bane somehow had a hand in murdering his wife we've only just figured out he had. <laughs>
0: a woman we've never met, never seen before, and never see in this story because she's killed our panel.
1: Yeah, we never find it yet. Yeah, how she dies, um, who killed her, any of that sort of stuff. You know, the important stuff. Yeah. Um, never see any of that. And then Batman, like a crazy person... Yeah storms into arkham asylum beats up a bunch of the guards and then wails on bane who for some reason is acting retarded
0: catatonic yeah which which that gets me because penguin's like oh you know he controls all of arkham now all the security so you don't have to feel bad about beating them up but it's like but wait if bane controlled all the security and if his plan was ultimately for batman to come and beat him up then why did security stop him in the first place why didn't they just let him come right
1: (laughs) yeah just why why wasn't that he should have like walked in and like the whole prison was just like deserted yeah. and then just like Bane's there.
0: And if he controls the whole prison anyway, then why did he have to complete this security scheme to have Batman come and beat him up? Why couldn't he just like hit his head against a wall and say Batman did it?
1: Exactly. Yeah, he snuck in and did this.
0: <laughs> yeah, you didn't see it. Oh, let's talk about Gordon, too. Gordon's like, no, Bane couldn't possibly <sighs> have plotted all these evil things against you, Batman. I've been watching him the whole time. Now, Jim, being commissioner of police in Gotham <laughs> City, we fucking know for a fact you don't have enough time on your hands to watch this dude all of the time. Also, what about all the times he already wasn't there in his weird under Arkham lair with, like, friggin' Flashpoint Batman and Gotham Girl?
1: Yeah, well, yeah so you haven't been watching him because he's been able to just leave his prison cell whenever he wants to go sitting on his throne of skulls.
0: Yeah, so we know that's a lie that we're expected yeah. to believe here in this comic
1: and then even if it's not that brings gordon into question is gordon on his payroll
0: <laughs> yeah to which of course batman's like does not compute and then he hits gordon
1: <laughs> yeah and gordon tells him to go away and threaten to call the justice league which in a case he probably should batman's yeah. acting out of order call the fucking justice league they will sort all of this out in you know a day they
0: would if only you knew an amazon with a magic rope that made people tell the truth
1: yeah put that around bane there's no way he he can beat that
0: yeah hey bane are you being catatonic or are you actually uh, pulling off an evil scheme evil scheme knew it <laughs> that was easy <laughs> it's so freaking stupid oh god and also too it's like wait 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 so you mean to tell me that commissioner gordon has the justice league on speed dial i'd say that was tom king making a reference to gordon's time as batman but we fucking know he isn't
1: (laughs) no no of course not but yeah if he does that just you know bruce is acting out call the justice league and again he's acting out like he goes in and beats the shit out of this villain he did that in another arc where he beat the shit out of mr freeze and and at the end of that arc he seemed to have learned something like oh shouldn't be doing this you know i need to get get back to my roots hence why he's got the old costume and everything need to be a detective and everything and then it just goes right out the fucking window with this arc
0: it's it's even stupider because they imply that bane is was behind the murders that batman thought freeze had done So that was also part of Bane's plan to get Batman to beat Mr. Freeze within an inch of his life so he would feel bad about himself but he learned a lesson but that didn't matter because he still came here and beat the crap out of a guy who was not defending himself and who seemed catatonic (laughs) and not in the right mind because again batman is a bad guy in these stories batman is always wrong and always bad but not in like a cool deconstructiony kind of way in a tom king literally has disdain for this character kind of way
1: yeah and uh, another comic this year did 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 that deconstruction really well and that was batman white knight Mm -hmm.
0: This, which which again, that story had an unlikable Batman at times, but that character actually grew and learned and evolved, and by the mm-hmm. end made a choice that only an Elseworlds mm-hmm. Batman could make. Here, though, Tom King's just fucking around in the main continuity, and it's like, what? Well, he he literally makes Batman in this issue the most unlikable person ever. To where I'm like, okay, good job, Tom King, you've made me hate Batman officially now but who's the real hero of this story then who am i supposed to root for in this book called batman if it's not batman
1: exactly and i i I said this on twitter i've been trying to figure out why people absolutely love this art uh, this this uh series like why are they defending it like just tell me why are you liking this comic just give me the reasons no one can seem to really give me the reasons
0: no no one no
1: one ever does
0: no and even the more positive reviews that i actively try and read like on the big uh sites like ign and you know think geek and all these other shits there uh the reviews are always incredibly vague they're like oh the colors and the atmosphere and oh you know uh batman's use of violence makes me think of violence in my own life i'm like you're not talking about anything
1: so if anything they're talking more about the art not the writing
0: yeah (laughs) it's it's like you've completely tried to not actually talk about the writing because yeah you you don't want to lose out on your free review copies for your website by saying bad stuff
1: yeah yeah as well they don't want to say anything bad about batman because batman it's never it's never bad it's batman it can no. never be bad
0: and i think that's maybe what some of the stronger defenders where they come from that is they just like batman and they would defend it no matter who's writing it
1: oh yeah yeah i've gotten a couple of people that like have uh, like have told me i should stop reviewing the book because i just keep calling it garbage and everything and i asked them why is it good tell me why it's good and they never do no. never do
0: they never they never can because there's very little to defend in this series <laughs> Besides the it, fact that it's Batman, uh,
1: got a got a couple. Oh, the, the good thing is though, there's an art coming up that's going to be written by Joshua Thomas. Williamson, so we know that's going to be really good.
0: Yes, Tom King gets to take a special, special boy break from writing Batman comics because he has a super special boy project in Hollywood that DC wants him to go do more instead.
1: Oh, can we, can he just stay there? <laughs>
0: hey, Please? Look, hey, look, I, I never want to talk about boycotts. I never want to talk about vo- voting with your wallet, but I'm just saying maybe when the Joshua Williamson issue comes out, maybe buy two copies.
1: I I would legitimately be interested to see like this, the difference in sales, like per, per issue, like, okay, here's the issue before Josh came in, it sold this much. And here's the after, oh, maybe it did a bit more.
0: Uh, uh Sal and I actually talked about this on the Elseworlds exchange last week. It is dangerously close to dipping below lower than Batman has dipped in a very long time.
1: I know it's been really low and it's mainly due to that fucking wedding issue.
0: Yeah, that that was the start of it. It's it's sales are ups and downs. They're roller coasters. Like the Nightwing one did really good because you know, oh, they might have killed Nightwing. Got to pick that one up and then it went down a little bit. And like it might keep going unless they do another big thing
1: yeah well see that's the thing like the book is i, I want to say the book has kind of become clickbait in a way where it's it really doing does. all these big big things oh the big wedding is got to happen in this issue you got to buy uh, it doesn't happen uh, nothing happens oh Gordon. yeah yeah oh batman's gonna go to an alternate timeline and booster goal gonna uh did nothing oh nightwing got shot uh did nothing
0: what are we going to have to do to move some copies of this, man? Uh, uh, Batman does cocaine in the next issue.
1: Hey, he's, he's not far off. Oh, he's already on cocaine. So we we get the story before where he gets the cocaine, and and he goes down into the alleyway. And... Yeah, right. Really.
0: <laughs> That's, that's not out of the question for this series. And again, it's like, okay, no. I get it. You don't like Batman. You don't agree with the way he lives his life. You don't agree that he's a hero and that people shouldn't look up to him. That's very clear from the subtext and all of your work. I get it. I'm not saying that's not a valid point. In fact, I think that's you know arguably true a lot of the time in other stories. <laughs> but what's the point of it, though? What's your alternative? You're not giving me anything to latch on to
1: yeah it it doesn't like why like why are you doing this like at least say why
0: if batman sucks and batman isn't the hero give me an alternative who should i be rooting for instead in this story
1: yeah give, give us someone like even like make alfred a character where he's like he's, he's witnessing all of this or something and yeah. he's got to do something because his son's going off the deep end or something and so alfred's like oh you beat up you beat up jim gordon oh well
0: yeah I mean, Christ, this this newest arc is actually making me miss Catwoman. I'm like, can Catwoman come back?
1: <laughs> She's got her own series.
0: I guess, which man, I think the poor wedding issue even affected the sales of that book where they're like, No, I don't want to read the solo adventures of Catwoman now. Mm. <laughs> Why would I ever? Yeah. But yeah, we spent enough time on Batman. That was the Batman, everybody, more of the same.
1: Yeah, you know that there was a good Batman book this week though.
0: And what was it, Matt?
1: It was Injustice 2 Annual Issue 2.
0: Right, right. The Injustice train keeps on chugging along.
1: Well, I don't think so. I think this will be the final issue, like the absolute final issue.
0: This is, this is the be-all, end-all until Injustice 3.
1: Yeah, and uh, it, w- it was a really good story. It was uh, a sort of co- a past story of like when uh, Batman and Superman teamed up one time, and is Bruce remembering it? And uh, the story sees Bat- or oh, Bruce Wayne get shot by Deadshot, and he almost dies because of it, because Deadshot, you know, say able to get past his bulletproof vest and everything, and and all that sort of stuff. So Superman says, Okay, we'll, we'll- me and Lois will track down you hired him while well, you hide out at the kent farm and he goes hides out at the kent farm has some like one-on-one time with jonathan kent which is really cool we find out that intergang hired deadshot because it was like a a white supremacist cell of intergang that didn't like bruce's uh refugee charity oh, um Tom. and they wanted it yeah wanted it wanted to kill him and everything i did find it weird though that like the white supremacists sell then later on hired diablo oh, well,
0: well that's fine though because he's a mexican doing work for them they're fine with that <laughs> they, they wouldn't hire a black man to do that job they wouldn't hire black manta or bronze Tiger because they're afraid he might do a better job than them and then steal their women <laughs> yeah
1: um but, no, it was a really cool issue of Batman having to, like, like he, he just talks with the Kents and, like, sort of uh, has time to sort of, like, get stuff off his shoulders and everything while Bat, uh, Superman and Lois are, are hunting down Lee Lois gets a great moment where, like, she's working with Oracle and Batwoman and Nightwing uh, to, like, find out who's, who, who who sent these killers. And um, these guys, like, trying to assault her, and she, like, takes them all out before Nightwing and Batwoman woman can even get into the building (laughs) which is really cool but yeah no it ends with like them sort of like winning and everything taking down intergang and and it's bookended by like parts that take place in the present of the injustice universe so like superman's in his red sun prison he gets visited by his mother who uh like brings him a pie and everything um and bruce bruce learns that he probably should have done something like because back 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 right at the start like he didn't really do anything for superman he just kind of like hey he killed joker he's he did something evil he's got to go to prison he wasn't there for for bruce or anything and he realizes that and he's like oh maybe if i did something maybe the world wouldn't be such a shittier place (laughs)
0: god I, I gotta catch up on injustice i read all of book one a while ago on like a plane trip <laughs> and now that like volume two is done where where do you feel as far as like injustice one versus injustice two which one do you think was better ultimately
1: i preferred in the injustice one stuff mainly because injustice two stuff for some re- I, I know the reason why and it, it's it all foc- it mainly focused on like harley quinn stuff mm. um cuz obviously she's popular and everything and it had like some really cool stories there with like um Oliver Queen and everything helping run the country with Jefferson Pierce and all this really cool stuff but yeah Injustice well was really cool cuz A there was a lot more characters not many people had died yet yeah. <laughs> so you could do all these really cool stories and everything um we all oh, with obviously like a uh, Constantine and all these magical stories and everything um but yeah, num- number two was was pretty cool because we got some cool Suicide Squad stuff and Gorilla City stuff. But yeah, number one, the 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 first years years one to I think four right. were really 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 great.
0: Well, I'll see you again when Injustice Three comes out, which will, <laughs> which you know it will.
1: They're also doing it at the moment in Injustice versus um, He Man and Masters of the Universe series, which
0: blows my goddamn mind. Which which
1: was- I, I've been reading it. It's, it I, I've been reading, and it's not, like, just something that's just been, like, passed off to, like, a no-name writer. Tim Seeley is writing it. Oh,
0: yeah, and, and it's T-Man. it's
1: absolutely amazing. It's so amazing as well. Uh, goddamn uh, Skeletor just got the power of Shazam.
0: <laughs> Did you ever think there would be a time when it's like, yo, these digital tie-ins based <laughs> on a video game are so damn popular, and a universe unto themselves that they get their own crossovers?
1: It, it It's pretty much... It, the amazing thing is that it's a digital comic but it's an amazing digital comic like it's it's not just you know and eh, eh, no one really cares about it like we won't put much effort into it there's actual effort put into it
0: i wonder what we're gonna get next another mortal kombat or another injustice
1: i have to say injustice because i think like a lot of people are i think like the second game still like a lot of people still play it
0: yeah that's cool I guess from Injustice to X Men. I read Uncanny X Men issue number two this week. Again, it's fine. It's familiar. Not a lot of stuff actually happened.
1: Well, see, a lot of stuff happened, but not a lot was told.
0: No, like it's still
1: very like vague about what's going on.
0: Yeah, we had a dinosaur fight. We had all the Jamie Madrox clones that seems to have powers unto themselves now
1: see that that was really yeah and he's like multiplying out of control that he's almost the size of kansas (laughs) (laughs)
0: like
1: the amount of copies he has it's
0: a big rampaging (laughs) set of james francos and they can't find the real one because there's too much psychic noise yeah that's smart also again x-23 cuts her way out of a t-rex that's pretty fun
1: yeah something's bringing back like ancient creatures and messing with the weather and like like i think they are trying to seek to imply that cuz at the end of this issue obviously Legion comes back. Yeah. I think they're seeking to imply maybe Legion is behind that because like we don't cuz Beast is like, "Oh, who could control all of this stuff and 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 stay hidden from us at the same time and then Legion appears?"
0: Yeah, who's who's one of the most powerful mutants we know. Yeah, yeah. I, I will admit the bit that made me laugh and the bit I really enjoyed, it was all the young X-Men. Uh, hanging out in the mansion, and you got all the anti-mutant <laughs> protesters out, So we hate mutants, God hates mutants, mutants go home. And they're like, these idiots know we are home, right? They know we live here?
1: <laughs> yeah, this is where we live, where are we gotta go. Yeah,
0: where <laughs> are we supposed to go? Did they just repurpose their racist signs from another night?
1: <laughs> and I like, they're making fun of the chant as well. It's like, the chant, at least make it, like, rhyme. <laughs> yeah, at
0: least make it catchy. Jesus, if you're gonna be a hate mob, at least be one of the better hate mobs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah uncanny x-men is fine two issues in I, again to compare it to uh contrast compare it to avengers no surrender way more was happening two issues in that than was happening in this or at least we had a better understanding of what was going on
1: yeah well i think by issue two of that we knew who voyager was we knew what her deal was and yeah. we still i don't think we knew she was like grandmaster's daughter yet yeah. but um it was getting too. that like yeah we knew grandmaster was involved and this challenger guy and everything we knew all of that but here not so much
0: yeah not so much at all that's uh, that's unfortunate uh, what else did you have matt
1: Ah, uh, i had the punisher issue four
0: that's amazing you read it before me i love that yeah one, but i keep pushing it down on my pile that was also one of the four books matthew rosenberg wrote this week oh jesus <laughs> that dude wrote four books this week
1: yeah no this this one was really cool so Frank got captured last issue and he's taken to like a pre- police precinct where Nick Fury and his men uh, came to get him one of the men was revealed to be jigsaw, jigsaw
0: who we have not seen in fucking forever
1: yes yeah, so, so he's like taunting taunting him and everything and then he he lets loose on everyone with his men uh, they kill everyone um and it's revealed the Nick Fury that was there was actually chameleon
0: ah, um, nice.
1: Uh, both of them were sent by baron zemo to deal with uh frank and uh frank deals with them in the in the best way possible so he's in like a cell Mm -hmm. and he knew something was up so he killed every criminal in the cell he built like a little fort out of their (laughs) bodies (laughs) And, and he took like the police one of the police officers guns and he like shot a grenade on like one of the bad guys belts and it like blew open the cage and everything he's okay because he's just like he's just covered in, in gore now he's john McLean, uh, and,
0: you can't kill him
1: yeah yeah he's basically diehard in a prison in in a uh, prison cell this issue um and he, he escapes into the pre saint, kills off all his all of chameleon and jigsaw's men but they have to escape because the other cops are coming like real cops the real police um frank manages to escape but he's wounded and they all like all the cops and everyone think that frank did this of course because he because they they knew he was going to be taken to that uh that cell they didn't know anything about jigsaw or anything um and then he goes he finds his way after talking with black widow for a little bit about jigsaw and hydra and everything
0: uh, winter soldier actually supporting frank on the slide (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, she's not very happy, like, what the fuck, Frank, you killed all those cops? He's like, no, Hydra and Jigsaw and all these guys did. He finds, like, a, um... It's like, it's kind of like a, like, like an induction ceremony for new Hydra recruits. Man. Like, um, <laughs> sitting there in the auditorium with meet with a video of, 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 uh, Baron Zemo and everything. A, and, a,
0: a uh, <laughs> 60 for Hydra members.
1: basically, yeah, yeah. And, um, he, he assaults that, kills everyone. Um, and Zemo's, or oh, it's now Zemo's second in command, but it was, uh, Mandarin second in command, Garen, it was like his assistant, <laughs> Damn. um. We, we find out that like he's become kind of the new Mandarin, oh. in a way because uh, he he now possesses the rings and he's and he uh, plans on using them against Frank.
0: That's the rules. You have uh, you have the rings. You're the new Mandarin.
1: Yeah, but it's it's just such a cool book because it's like so dark and dreary and everything. But it's never that that like so edgy sort of thing it, it rides that line
0: it's very marvel knights punisher from like early uh, yeah. garth ennis where it's like hey there's a lot of gore and violence but there's also like a weird like itchy and scratchy comedy to it all
1: yeah it's like yeah he's blowing off people's heads and everything and it's all dark and everything but then like he, he'll have a team up with daredevil or like the mm-hmm. avengers will show up or something like it's not without in That realm where they couldn't show up because of that that darkness and everything.
0: Which speaking of Marvel Knights, I had that this week.
1: I I've read it, but I haven't reviewed it yet.
0: Yeah, this this was interesting. There again, you know, no no one can trust their memories. No one knows what's going on. Everyone's living alternate lives and everything, except for the Hulk, who something comes to him in his dreams and you know gives him names, but also symbols. And by showing Officer Frank Castle the skull, that's how he gets him on his side.
1: Yeah, I know he does mention like a little girl, and like my first thought was like, "Oh shit, is this Kobic?
0: That would be fucking insane. He says a child or children come to me in my dreams.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Oh fuck," is like the Cosmic Cube coming back? What the fuck's going on?
0: Power Pack, the Power Pack kids come to him at night and
1: leave messages. Yeah, creepy Power Pack kids. Damn you!
0: Well, see, I was also thinking too because Daredevil seems to be the main character. The Purple Children
1: oh yeah that'll be really interesting
0: because daredevil seems to be the main character and because it's like well who has the power to make everyone forget like this uh the purple children because they did it once before for daredevil they made everyone
1: forget Ooh. Them. that would be interesting i know i know doom did mention like a machine so mm, um, i don't know maybe
0: he's got the purple children locked up and is using their powers
1: He's got him running in a hamster wheel, like powering like the energy out of him and everything. Go,
0: go. <laughs>
1: yeah, Doom whips children. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I was a good guy, how do you know I'm a bad guy again? Whipping these kids. <laughs> uh, we get a, a truly great, truly sick fight between Elektra, who is, who is a women's MMA instructor in this fake reality versus yeah. the Punisher yeah yeah i like she does the self-defense thing they always tell women to do where she like gets her car keys and makes like makeshift wolverine claws and punches frank in the face with them
1: oh that fight was so brutal
0: it really was and then i'm like man you know here's just two people who are at the height of their physicality punisher and electric just having them beat the crap out of each other yeah and uh, the big twist at the end is that the ghost that Matt Murdoch has been seeing he thought it was the ghost of Karen Page telling him to get his head in order and everything only to discover oh wait they can all see Karen Page too <laughs> so it wasn't a ghost <laughs> it's something
1: well, we, we don't know it might be it might be like some shared hallucination or something
0: that's what i thought a shared delusion which are the worst kind of delusions
1: i, I like the hulk in this as well since we don't actually see him. we just see him slightly change. we see bruce slightly change into the hulk in the back of the squad car that's where he doesn't it. like i kept expecting like they're gonna keep fighting and then the hulk's gonna burst out and they're gonna be like what the fuck
0: and like, Stop fighting. But that
1: it never happened it never fucking happened though
0: now they gotta save that in their back pocket for banner to be like oh i remember who i am i'm not one person i'm two people <laughs> yeah i forgot him but yeah God, I yeah. Have to yeah he's got up. to
1: remember he, he's got to he rem- he remembers bruce wayne uh, bruce banner but now he's got to remember the hulk
0: which isn't wouldn't that be an interesting way to cure himself oh i just gave myself selective amnesia i don't even remember i'm the hulk anymore
1: that'd be really interesting actually
0: yeah to be like how do you stop yourself from hulking out i just changed my memories <laughs> can't, can't hulk out if you don't remember <laughs> uh what else did you have
1: uh let's see i had oh we had justice league issue 12
0: the penultimate issue of the drowned earth
1: yeah this this was a pretty cool issue it was a little heavy on the dialogue but
0: oh super heavy and all over the place too where snyder's like i've written so much about atlantis i want to tell you all about it And also I got so many double fakes everything you thought was real in the first 3 to 4 issues guess what it wasn't
1: Yeah we we met the 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 Justice League 1 billion <laughs> with Arion, and like who's obviously goddamn Doctor Strange
0: clearly with his <laughs> magic and everything and I, I like Poseidon said you know the, the power of life comes from the water and I'm like oh yeah that makes sense cuz you know we all evolved from creatures that came out of the sea I like that
1: Yeah 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 but um what I did like is that I like that the I like that it was it's basically all Poseidon's fault. Yep. Everything um, is
0: Poseidon's fault.
1: where like we we learned that like the ocean deities at one time were actually good guys. kinda of heroes and actually wanted to help Arion and all that sort of stuff, but then he's like, No, no, we've got to pick poison them with the the tear of extinction and lock them away in the in the g- graveyard of the
0: gods yeah poseidon got jealous because his things like oh you know i yeah. loved a above anyone else i gave him the power of life in the ocean but a wanted to share it with other alien sea gods from other planets where life evolved differently so i said fuck that i just told them they were all evil <laughs> <laughs> And then Poseidon dies, so of course he doesn't have to answer for his crime.
1: But <laughs> no, no, well, no, he you. dies until until someone brings him back.
0: Yeah. No, 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 you all gotta run now, but also take my Trident with you. Go, 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 don't hold anything against me, bye. <laughs> I, uh, I, I like this event too, because I think it uses Batman just enough, because obviously while the world is yeah. going to hell because of fish monsters, the Legion of Doom all comes to steal the totality, and only Batman in a body cast can fight them.
1: Yeah, Batman in a body cast wearing a Lex Luthor war suit.
0: That's pretty fun. And Luthor's like, ooh, you got one of my old prototypes. Oh, you know, it's so lame compared to the one I have now. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Lex Luthor is such a chronic shit talker. He'll talk shit about his own work. (laughs)
1: but yeah i'm interested that they got it and they seek to imply that they're gonna use it to release like god powers or give god powers to themselves or something
0: their thing is like uh, again this is where it gets hard to follow because he's hitting you with so many concepts really hard he's like if we destroy the graveyard of the gods we'll undo basically the limiters of the universe that gods have put in place
1: yeah yeah so we can become more than a god
0: yeah and we'll unlock two more primal forces all for ourselves
1: yeah, primal forces, which you should go check out in the flash.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically that. Yeah, hey, more primal forces. All, all for Luther. All for Luther. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. Looks like it's shaping up to be a pretty fun conclusion to this story.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a very solid book, and I, I like that it hasn't had too many tie-ins. I think it had an Aquaman one this week, it which did. was just just to, It was like more. It was like I kind of like flipped through it, and it was like a. A brief moment where, like Aquaman, where he gets stabbed by um, Poseidon. It's about like what happens in his mind during yeah. that time, where he like sees his dad when he's a young kid and everything. And yeah, I, I haven't fully read it though, but it looks pretty cool. They've all been pretty focused.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, well, actually, it's it's funny. Uh, every one of these stories, I just realized, has opened with a flashback. Aquaman had one. Mira had mm-hmm. one. Black Manta had one. This issue, I wonder who's going to have the flashback in the next issue.
1: I have to imagine it's Aquaman
0: yeah that'd be interesting uh what else did you have i have like two more
1: uh i i just like caught up like i i've i've like put all my star wars books aside so i can catch up on them on one day and i thought today i'd do it and i just caught up on uh dr afra and it's, yeah. it's 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 shaped it up to be a really damn good book so she was stuck on a prison that like fell to a planet she managed to get off it by like tricking vader into coming to there and all this like really really complicated plans where it meant she had to wipe the memory of this officer that had been following her but like wiped it in a way that it made the officer say that she killed her Mm -hmm. so so afer is basically dead to the universe now um so she thought she could escape but then triple zero and bt show up BT is destroyed by Vader. Triple Zero manages to escape with her again because she, he, the droid, was after her the whole time, uh, for what she did to them. Uh, they they end up getting caught by this bounty hunter who was after. He's after Cornelius Everzan, which is the guy that threatens Luke in A New Hope in the bar, oh, like the one with the fucked up face.
0: Love that guy. Um, Pig nose. And um,
1: yeah, yeah, and he's after him because um, he's got like a. Uh, like, blood feud with him. Um, yeah. and, and the bounty hunter who's after him is actually one that was in Rogue One, actually, um, which is really cool. Uh, one of the background characters there. And and we find out that this alien that's been helping Aphra on the jail this whole time, this shapeshifter, is actually the real everzan And um, he ends up getting captured by Triple Zero, and what Triple Zero does is kind of fucked up, where um, he takes him on board, he kills the... He, He's got, like, these Wolverine claws, and he kills the bounty hunter, like, mauls him to death. And then Triple Zero gets, killed, gets like, destroyed by Everzan, and Everzan implants his little jail. If you try to escape the jail, your head blows up sort of Suicide Squad bomb into the droid and links it with Aphra's. So if they go away if they're like within 20 meters of each other they'll blow up or something or like right. if they sh- stray away from each other so now they have to stick together these two people that don't want to stick
0: together Classic have to stick together
1: break story uh well evazan goes off he goes off with his um his friend uh the one from the bar that gets his hand cut off
0: oh, he actually wall- has
1: yeah who actually has a uh, a robotic arm uh, now as you should yeah and it's just like crazy story doing all these like really crazy things and her annual as well happened as well which is really cool like tomb raiding adventure which actually brought back into canon the sith spawn which is like these race of like genetically engineered force creatures but yeah it's it's been a really cool book and that's why i said i want it to be like a tv series because it's something that's meant for tv
0: sounds like it could be yeah the the last big book I read this week and the last one I'll talk about is I read Web of Venom, Carnage Born, number one.
1: Oh, yeah? How was Carnage?
0: Uh, it was insane, and I liked it. And, man, Donny Cates can really make me <laughs> give a shit about characters I didn't give a shit about.
1: It seems like he does a really good job of that.
0: He really does. So we hang out with the Cult of Carnage, which is a mm-hmm. group of people who worship Cletus Cassidy because they literally see him as a Jesus Christ figure. Who was touched mm-hmm. by the Void and Null, the god of symbiotes, and that every person he killed, will a serial killer. Oh, no, that was a sacrament to Null, you see. He was trying to free them from the bonds mm-hmm. of humanity. The, the sickening black cage, they call it, which obviously they're talking about Venom. Mm-hmm. Venom, who is like the Satan in their religion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's the Antichrist.
0: christ he's the anti-christ and they're like no you see carnage is so cool and awesome because he's died like a hundred times and come back the century ripped him in half and then he was like lost in the microverse and then like he got thrown to earth at the end of venomize but he lived because the suit burned up and protected him he's totally our jesus everyone <laughs> And they're like, oh, and now we have the piece of the primal Grendel dragon Sibia, you know, the thing that belonged to Null the God, and we're gonna use it yeah. to bring Carnage back to life. And they do. Only when Cletus Casty comes back to life, he's like, uh huh, that's your church, uh huh, that's what you believe. Don't care. Murder time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. It's like a great punchline to a joke because they build up. It's like, oh, we love Cletus so much. He's our God. You know, he's our Jesus. And he's like, don't care. Murdering. <laughs> And eventually, uh, Carnage finds out what Venom found out in the previous issue, and that is, oh, the symbiotes all have little markers on them, huh? Which means if I absorb a little piece of the genetic material of someone who wore the same suit as me, I can basically capture a little piece of their mind, and Mm -hmm. I can become part of the bigger symbiote hive mind. Oh, the cult made a list of everyone who's ever had a symbiote? No kidding! I should hunt them all down, (laughs) take their power, and become a god.
1: Oh, that's so handy.
0: So, hey, that sure is nice the cult put this together for me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's great, too, because the final page is just a big wall of every symbiote and everyone who's ever been a symbiote guy. (laughs) So you've got, like, Spider-Man and Hammerhead and just, like, characters that you forgot about. Scorn comes back for a minute, who is technically, like, Carnage's daughter.
1: Oh, God, I remember Scorn.
0: Scorn, it's a little of everything. Well, Scorn is actually the leader of the cult of Carnage. Oh really? Yes, which led Pill to. His, but wasn't Scorn trying to kill Carnage and Carnage USA? Doesn't Scorn hate uh, Carnage? Yes, but as we found out, symbiotes manipulate and delete your memories sometimes. He he
1: he saw the light.
0: He saw the light. That's the thing too. It's like she the, the Scorn suit was literally like more interested in Null and worshipping that and everything. And so the symbiotes <laughs> are acting weird. But yeah, it's it's cool, and I never thought I would say it's as cool as it is. Like, this is legit awesome. <laughs> to think that Donny Cates is like, yeah, you know, Venom, Carnage, just got all this stuff going on. But what if I use it as a background to tell, like, this crazy space cosmic horror tale? <laughs> I like it. I'm down for all of that.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I read for this week. Uh, did you have anything else? Because that's basically it for me.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't have anything else.
0: All right, we're nearing about an hour 30, which is what we go for anyway. Uh, again, thank you, everyone, for watching and listening to the episode. We really appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, who uh, submitted questions. That really helped us fill a show. Uh, if you want to submit questions in the future, you got to be sure to follow me and Matt over on Twitter so you know what's going on. And so uh, next time I have to put out the call, you can do so. Yeah that's much appreciated uh yeah again you know if you're a patron you'll get to listen to this episode first before anyone else you can do so for as low as a dollar a month and in fact this week you're going to be getting it super early because we're going to be putting up saturday yeah (laughs) so you could not get more earlier than that uh anything coming out for you matt anything interesting you want to talk about signal boost
1: uh, oh i'm still trying to catch up on all my reviews Damn. i still i've got a huge backlog of them
0: i still haven't covered green arrow and miss marvel from last week
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's it's too much now we got too many events we got too many x-men books we got too many books we've never read before that are like worth reading now
1: yeah red dead needs to be replayed again <laughs> red dead
0: i i gotta do the challenge oh i i can tell you was well, as i said before i beat the main epilogue story thing finally and now i'm going back and doing all the crazy <laughs> challenges
1: uh, how good was the story though, eh?
0: Really, really solid. Again, Rockstar, maybe the only people who know how to write really, really good prequels. Yeah. And again, you can argue that epilogue was stretched. I don't care. I had fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's basically mine and Matt's week, everyone. I guess uh yeah. I guess I'll start winding down here. Be sure to join us again next week, Wednesday. On YouTube and we'll get to do it all over again it'll be fun it'll be great fun and also oh big thanks to uh I'll publicly thank him now in case I forget later to uh Stank Sinatra our buddy <laughs> I know right is that not an amazing name he uh, edited the best of comic multiverse uh super show for Christmas last year and he's he's ahead of the game because he edited another two-hour block of the best of comic multiverse 2018 oh
1: nice what a legend
0: i know that i'm gonna play this christmas for us and again i listened to like the first 30 minutes of it man he got good bits that i totally even forgot about from the last (laughs) year that we did where i'm like wow this is really funny we did this (laughs) well my energy was totally different this must have been in victoria when it was actually like you know not late for me (laughs) (laughs) but yes so you can look forward to that everyone Awesome. And I guess with that, everyone, we'll bring this episode to a close. Thank you so much for watching and listening, and we will be back again next time.
1: Yeah. Bye.
0: Bye bye.